Hello and welcome to One Thing Queer. My name is Jenny Baton. My pronouns are they, them. And I'm Kelsey Wren and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, friend. What's up? We have a special episode today. I know. We have my brother. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome, bro. You want to introduce yourself? Sure. Um, My name's Anthony Saldivar. My pronouns are he, him, and thank you guys for having me today. Thanks for coming. Yeah, it's really exciting being here, so I really appreciate it. So. Yeah. I love watching you and Bernie nerd out. <laughs> Honestly, like, we could probably have, like, a conversation for, like, hours. Yeah. Like, yes. Just hanging out, so. But it's always it's always good seeing you guys. So. Yeah, same. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. You have been on the guest list for a very long time. Yeah. I changed the board. It was yeah. there. I have a yeah. picture to prove it. No, yeah. I, 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 I believe you. Don't worry. Um, but I just want to say, uh, it's uh, I already said this before, but it's really cool what you guys do. I think it's a really cool safe space for a lot of people. So keep up the good work, guys. I really uh, dig and admire what you guys do. Thanks, bro. Yeah, thank you. Really appreciate it. Um, so I guess we can start. You could talk a little bit about yourself and what you do and what you like to do, what you're into. And then we'll dive into other stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm 25 years old. Um, I'm currently working at elementary school as a librarian. Um, I started there back in September. Um, still trying to get the full-time position, So, but I'm speaking into existence. That's going to happen this year. Yes. Um, and I also, on the weekends, I work at Box Lunch. If you ever go <laughs> right there on the weekends, I'm really there. <laughs> I haven't been there in over a month. It's funny because yesterday was like the first time. Well, yesterday and Saturday was like the first time in a while that I was there because we've been like really slow. So like they've been cutting hours and then I requested time off because of Mexico and then I also requested the Super Bowl off. So yeah, (laughs) it was it was was funny. Like when I got there, I was just and like all the people were there. I was just like, man, I really didn't miss this. But (laughs) (laughs) um, I was was happy to see everyone there. I missed everyone. So it was cool. Um, currently right now I am trying to go back to school in the, in the fall, hopefully, um, trying to get my credential and master's. And that's something that I really want to do, become a teacher. And some of my favorite hobbies, probably play video games. It's probably like, (laughs) probably number one. Uh, usually like I usually game with my friends like at night. Um, and we also like watching sports. Uh, You already know that. Yeah. You're, you're very much a hetero. (laughs) man to the t it was funny because we were talking and then i saw you looking at bernie's computer screen and you're like wait is that dead space and then it was like games from <laughs> no, then on out <laughs> no seriously like i'm telling you like if we like are hanging out we could probably hang out for like hours and just oh like, yeah nerd out but yeah video games is definitely number one um also like movies and tv shows you can quote literally uh the whole script on a movie he has facts too we were watching silence of lambs was just on i just put it on and he was like oh talking about how the most awards are what is it, oscars they won Mm-hmm. yeah i was like i had no idea oh my i think it's your virgo mercury <laughs> of you being able to remember like you could literally watch one movie and you could quote the entire movie mm-hmm. am i right or no, am i right no yeah it's um, <laughs> and it's funny too because like it only take like one or two times for me to watch you know, like yeah. i don't know like the quotes off the bat yeah i don't i'm starting to think that's a gemini moon thing yeah we, yeah, oh, yeah we share like we share yeah i'm very much like that too yeah. and he remembered those facts it's yeah. uh, we always like need facts information yeah, information it can, doesn't matter how useless that information yeah. is what's your like, big i just need it yeah <laughs> no yeah and it's funny too because like my cousin she'll be like how do you remember all this random crap and yeah it's just like but it's i just important. do yeah like, on, <laughs> no, but honestly like i've always been one to like remember like important details from like years ago like like i'll tell like my cousin or anyone and be like hey don't you remember like we did this and this and then they'll be like how do you remember that mm-hmm. i don't remember half the things you talk, talk about like oh, yeah. that we've that have happened like i blocked out so much of my childhood and you literally have memories up until like you were like probably one or two <laughs> no yeah like um i don't know how, i don't know what it is but like i i i don't mind it though i think it's a really cool thing to have just yeah like, remembering all those things so for sure yeah but, <laughs> what's yeah. your big three big three for what your <laughs> astrology bro oh <laughs> do you know your sibling <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so there's probably Aries. No, your oh, your my, chart. My chart. Yes. Oh, I think you know my chart more. I don't. Really... <laughs> okay. I just know the only one that I remember recently is, is like is my Scorpio rising. Okay. Well, I, I feel like I'm like Megan Megan Fox right now. You know, have you seen that video of her talking about um, MGK's no. birth chart? Uh. Uh-uh. She's like you're you're a Taurus sun. Blah blah blah. I try to stay far away from MGK. <laughs> I mean, I don't like that fool either. Uh, didn't they get like? Aren't they like divorced now? Or, or uh, yeah, I think off? they broke up or something. Yeah, he cheated on her, right? Something like something that. Like that. A- what a fucking. Pe- anyway, I, I scroll constantly anytime I see his name, or I saw. I know. I saw a He's movie so and I was like, "Ooh, it's Kevin Bacon." But then I saw next to it Colson Baker, which is his name, oh and God. I was like, "Bleh, skip." Yeah. Ever since I saw like the <laughs> ring that he gave her, where like if she t- tries to take it off, it'll like hurt her. I was what? Like, yeah. yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah, so I, it was like again. A, I tried to stay far away from. Him. So it was like a ring. I, I want to say it was like rose thorns but basically what? like yeah so like if mm-hmm. you try taking it off like i think it'll either like like make you bleed or something like yeah that, oh my God. some yeah. discomfort yeah. some trauma to your body jesus yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a red flag crazy <laughs> okay <laughs> anyways i feel like my aries mercury is like blah 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 but um so your big three is your leo sun your gemini moon and a scorpio rising all right yeah whatever you guys want to make up of that gemini moons unite yes <laughs> i am surrounded by gemini you moons. really are friend. i love it though i love gemini's <laughs> well that's we also learned your moons in the gemini house so yeah that's probably why that's probably why <laughs> i've been told my chart's been really complicated so i mean it is it like contradicts itself in a way because but you have a lot you don't really have a lot of water which honestly i don't really mind because i <laughs> i'm not the biggest fan of water signs not not i love i love cancers cancers i think are my favorite water sign um but you have a lot of earth and you're leo sun so like we it makes sense that we get along because i'm an aries and we love being fire signs <laughs> you both like being yourself yes we like being ourselves we are very different i think you and i are very very different but i think like i enjoy your company so and i think for the most part we've had a good relationship and i mean you are one of my best friends i mean you're the first person i came out to so i mean a segue do you want to talk about how that went i talked about it in the past right Right off the bat huh (laughs) yeah so um it was i forget which day it was but i was basically playing i think i was playing video games yeah and uh you came into my room and you're like, hey, can I talk to you about something? And I was like, yeah, what's up? And it took you like a little like while to like say it. And like, I, I wasn't sure like what you're trying to say, but I, like I was just like, take your time. Like, it's fine. And then when you told me like that you came out as bi and I was like, oh, like, that's cool. Like, and I felt so bad because I remember that episode you're like, when people come out, you're supposed to say like, congratulations. Well, like, I didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, I was just like, oh, like, no, I wouldn't have changed like your reaction because at the time I was with a man. So I came out as bi with you Mm -hmm. at first. I wasn't ready to like fully be out. But yeah, a month later, that's when I came out as gay. (laughs) No, yeah. And um, I just remember like you you started crying because I got that. I felt like you thought I was going to react a different way. But like I was like, no, like I I still see you the same. I'm still going to support and love you. So it's not like it's going to change anything. So. Yeah, I think when I did it, I didn't think that you were going to react in a negative way. I think I felt it was more of an internal battle because I knew you were going to like not make a big deal out of it. And I knew you were would accept me. And and I think it was just me admitting it to myself by finally telling somebody, you know, as an adult, because, you know, I tried coming out when I was 16 and that didn't go so well um, because one of our siblings like reacted a very negative way when I did. So I think I had that like PTSD of like coming out and like getting a similar reaction, even though deep down, like you and I have a different relationship than, than that particular sibling. Um, So I knew that you would react like in a very loving and accepting way. But, but yeah, I was just like, you, you and I have been through the same trauma. (laughs) We have been through a lot of the same stuff. And I think in that sense, like I can't, I, I can't look to any other person, um, besides you when it comes to like, you know, um, anything that is like major in life. Like you're the one person that I, I know, like will understand. And I think that's why you were the first person I came out to 
was because I, I knew that no matter what, like, I know if shit hits the fan, we have each other. Because there's been so many times, like, when I was living in San Francisco and, like, I didn't have money for food, like, you would, like, send me $10, you know, so I could get food and, like... I remember those. Yeah. I would be, like, at school and I'd just be chilling in the library and then you would just text me and I'm like, yeah, like, I, without hesitation, I, I would do yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I know, like, I know it was, like... Hard. Yeah, it was, it was a struggle sometimes, but, like, yeah. you, know, you know what you like, I, there's, like, zero hesitation when it comes to up, like... Yeah. If, like, one day, like... You're like, hey, can you help me, like, move something over here? Like, I'll drive over there. Yeah. Like, literally, like, I won't even question, so. I think in my life, it's really hard for me to ask anybody for help. And you are probably one of the only people that, like, I'm not scared to ask for help. Like, you have been the one person that I know, like, I can ask for help. And I don't feel that, like, that feeling that you might not, you know. It, like do it for me or something so i love you bro i love you too um and it's funny you say that because like when it comes to like dad too like if you like ever need me to like take him somewhere or like you can't like and if i'm free like i'll do it too mm-hmm. like i i think um that like understanding because i'm the same way too like i really am not someone to like ask for help Mm-mm. unless like i absolutely like need it especially when it comes to money like like uh, luckily i've never been in the situation where like i've been struggling financially mm-hmm. but like if it ever comes down to it, like you know i would i would talk to you first about it and, yeah but luckily like it's never been in that situation because like I've, I've been always pretty like good with my money yeah <laughs> especially now since like at my current job i only get paid monthly yeah so mm-hmm. like i have to like yeah it's Oof. it was a it was a it was a struggle at first because I was only working at the mall for like a brief time during the summer. And then when I got this job and like, oh, yeah, it's monthly. And I was like, oh. in my head. Yeah, it was it was a <laughs> stressing me out. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's to like, do that. No, but okay. honestly, like once like once you started, that's when like you kind of like know like how to budget your money. And luckily for me, like most of my bills are like at the beginning of the month. Mm-hmm. I only have like one like near the end, but like like my like my rent and my car luckily are like at the beginning mm. of the month so that's helps out a lot and then usually i just try to limit like my spending like i don't buy like myself a lot of things anymore just because like i try to like save it but if i do it's because like i've been wanting it yeah like, <laughs> yeah but yeah i i would like treat myself here and there sometimes like but for the most part i try to like limit mm-hmm. <laughs> to what i spend so yeah you're really good with money i would say <laughs> so to our parents <laughs> yeah <laughs> Again, shared trauma. (laughs) We're both very hardworking. (laughs) Um, All right. So what is something that you you didn't expect um, when I came out? Like what like uh, how I went about the whole situation? Well, um, I was going to touch on the subject, too. Um, And I feel like when when it comes to like people coming out, I feel like they usually go to someone that like they know, like will support them and the decision fully before they go to someone that they don't know how they'll react. Yeah. And I feel like that goes for like anyone. I feel like you kind of need like that support and like from like a lot of people before like you can like start like when you're about to go out, like come out to someone that like, you know, you don't know how they're going to react because like if if it goes bad, like I'm not saying it will, but so you have like that support. Yeah, that safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when it comes to it, um, I, you know, I would always support you and, um i think people uh i think people need to like understand that it's a it's a security thing like how you said Mm -hmm. um and you don't know how it's gonna go yeah that's a scary thing like i feel like a lot of people and i I hate that a lot of people go through that because you shouldn't have to especially when it comes to like family Mm -hmm. like it should never be like negative i feel like it should always be positive and I feel like now this day, in this day and age, unfortunately, we still go through. Some people still go through that. Yeah. But I think it's gotten a lot better than how it was before. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like the whole idea of like of that as as improved because I feel like before like coming out as gay and like people would like always see it like as a negative before, mm-hmm. especially like when I was like little like growing up like people would always see that as like a weird thing, but like the more I grew up like 
it started becoming such like a natural thing and like i think that's really good like and we got him better at it but i feel like there's always room for improvement when it comes to like coming out accepting that because like a lot of people are still not accepting of that and yeah. it sucks to say but i think we still have a lot of work to do absolutely mm -hmm. and i'm not the only person that's come out to you you've had uh <laughs> we had a guest uh one of our previous guests adrian yeah. who's one of your best friends he also came out to you so how was that um so we were i was at home and i was hanging out with um with ricardo and he a few days ago he texted me that he he wanted to talk to me about something and i didn't know what it was so i was just like yeah sure and ricardo was there and like i knew he didn't want to like say it and then they left and then he called me he's like hey or he texted me he's like hey bro like i need to like tell you something like i couldn't kill ricardo was there <clears throat> excuse me and i was like yeah sure so like he turned around and then like he came back and i was like what do you want to talk about he's like you think we could walk and i was like sure so like we were walking down like our street and like around the block for a good while and like he was like i'm sorry like it's taking me so long to like say this and then i was just like no dude like honestly like take your time and then he came and then he like told me um he's like yeah so i'm i'm by and then like i was just like oh like that's cool dude like I, I and he was just like he was a little caught off guard but like obviously like because he didn't really know me and like i didn't really know him that well either because at that because we didn't really start talking to like um right senior. after high school yeah because yeah. we became like we knew each other throughout high school but we became friends um senior year and then obviously we went to the same college so we like started like getting to know each other more and it was cool that like he trusted me with that because like i know it's hard for some people to do it um but yeah he came out to me and i was just like that's really cool dude and like just so you know like i'm not gonna see you like any 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 different like i'm still gonna see you the same and i'm gonna support you Mm -hmm. and it's like and it's going back to like we were saying like i feel like a lot of people need that like support mm -hmm. before they come out to someone that they don't know how they're going to react yeah. yeah it's a scary feeling yeah, yeah. like I, I, i've never been i've never been through it but i could just only imagine like it's a really scary feeling mm -hmm. because you don't because you don't want that person's like idea to change about you mm -hmm. absolutely i think that's one of the big struggles in a lot of free people like tend to go through unfortunately but yeah. well, once you get that support, it's like like a weight just fell off your shoulders. Absolutely. <laughs> it's funny that you know about that. Like, I, not that you've been through it, but you can like empathize with it. Like that. That's because mm -hmm. a lot of people come out to Bernie also. So it's mm -hmm. just like that safe, safe energy. You guys both have safe energy, and that's really nice. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I think it's just you know like if. It's not going to, like, change anything. Like, mm -hmm. if anything, like, you're just getting to know another part of that person. And I feel like it's something that should be, like, be good, a good thing and that welcoming. It should never be, like, a negative thing. Mm -hmm. Like, like I said, like, I've I had two people come out to me, my sister and my best friend. Yeah. One of my best friends. And honestly, like, I don't see them any different like it's just getting to know like a, like another part of them that i didn't know yeah and it doesn't like define the person i mean no. i do make it my personality <laughs> but but it doesn't just define you know it, not everybody <laughs> wants to just be defined by no. their sexuality <laughs> i do but definitely, you definitely made it your personality so. <laughs> like, like your uh tiktoks uh definitely i think i think when you suppress it for so long mm -hmm. like uh, to me it's just like i'm gonna own it i'm very unapologetic about it now oh, yeah. Um, yeah yeah it's like shaking like a soda like when you, mm -hmm. when you open it just bursts out yeah it's like that so that's a good analogy mm -hmm. i really like that yeah. it is yeah because it's all <laughs> all the turmoil was, all your life of not being able to express it no and it's just been building up yeah too. but and like i kind of felt that you were buying because like all your friends were lesbian <laughs> <laughs> so. well I, i'm not buying that oh, yeah. i know i yeah. know but when you came out of the yeah. house, i was like yeah i had a feeling jen like all your friends are lesbians so <laughs> <laughs> yeah held out that that was like uh, well, that, that was that was the first the given <laughs> i mean all my friends my whole like from like junior high and on even even elementary school like uh i'm not saying like they were out in elementary school but yeah. like they ended up being gay a vibe. yeah <laughs> the, yeah they ended up being gay um so yeah it's just always been kind of like my safe space which is so funny because like i never had crushes on those friends like it, it was just like I gravitated towards those people because I felt safe, mm -hmm. you know, and 
Um, and to me, like it wasn't like a, I planned it. It just kind of happened. No. And, um, and it's funny because I feel like you kind of reintroduced like the pronoun thing. Mm-hmm. Because when I took uh, women's studies in college, um, the professor would always say like, oh, like, what are your guys' pronouns? So, like, we know. And like, that's when I kind of got like a first like taste of it. And then like, whenever like you say pronoun, like, I feel like pronouns now are like a really big thing mm-hmm. to people. And like, I always try to make sure like I always get them right. And like I and if I ever like catch myself like not saying the correct one, I, I'll like stop and I'll like correct myself. Yeah. Like, I never want to like make that person feel like sad or anything like that so. yeah no and safe energy yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah yeah it's definitely like a safe energy like for me i know you always refer to me as your sister and i don't and i told you like when i came out to you with my my gender i told you i'm like i'll forever be your sister like you could call me sister that's fine like because i know what you mean mm-hmm. you know but it's like for me it mainly just bothers me when it's people that i'm not close to and they just automatically assume that i'm hey girl like you know like stuff like that where i feel like it should just kind of be a default to at least just ask people mm-hmm. like a part of me like i have a pin that says they that them on it and <laughs> i'm like i i kind of want to just wear it because i get misgendered all the time and also in our culture like with i'm not out with like our parents because it would be so complicated for me to be like hey y'all i'm not really a woman um and i really don't feel like being invalidated the way i was when i came out with my sexuality so so that's kind of been a thing so it's kind of like a mind fuck in a sense because like a back and forth yeah yeah because i have to be, be like okay yeah like i'm for, to them you know i'll forever be a woman and i just kind of have to accept that aspect of it and then i have to like battle you know the back and forth um and I was talking to you, friend, about mm-hmm. how, like, yesterday I was having a conversation with my partner and how it really got me emotional because I had been working and a lot of people have been, like, just misgendering me um, at work. You know, it's just people that don't know me. And there's a part of me that that I'm like, maybe I should just go back to she, they, because that will give me back my power and, like, in the sense of, like, not constantly being misgendered. But my partner was like no you should just you know tell people like they they, and i was like straight up like no yeah (laughs) you know you're not doing that yeah it's just (laughs) tiresome sometimes y'all like just ask people i think also with you in your line of work it's a lot of it is like they see like drag race or they see Mm -hmm. anything that has to do with makeup or fashion and everything's yes queen yes girl Mm -hmm. and it's like i think for them sometimes they don't realize the implication of it of those words and they're thinking it's a general neutral gender neutral term when it's not mm-hmm. it's not it is if you have a conversation and you're comfortable maybe for you like because i know sometimes we'll say, i say bro to everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody's bro to me yeah and like so it to me that's gender neutral but for everybody else it might not be and i think a lot of times like wear that pin i mean <laughs> yeah i know it's hard when you're at work but i'm like point to that pin and be like bro like yeah <laughs> like, like, <laughs> again see bro <laughs> like it's like uh i just wish people were more aware and there's plenty of other ways to like say that to be hyped up and not be like girl queen yeah 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 i think uh i think it's just been kind of like a thing that's been on my mind but um but i do feel like it should just kind of be a, a common thing to just ask people their pronouns like just how they're their names i don't think i i was also telling my partner this i don't think i should have to change my name or um look more masculine in order for people to validate that i am non-binary because sometimes i feel like that like people are so obsessed with boxes that you have to look a certain way Mm -hmm. like you don't have to be androgynous to be Mm non-binary you don't have to change your name i like my name and i am trying to break the the stigma of like oh if you're non-binary you have to have a gender neutral name Mm -hmm. that's not that's not the case and i think that's something people need to be more aware of no yeah um and it's just going back to like me saying like even though like we've gotten like it's gotten like a bigger thing there's still like a lot of work to be done yeah Yeah. i feel like um it's only gonna improve from here on out i feel Mm -hmm. it's like you said like it's gonna get it'll it'll get better like unfortunately like there's still like a few things here and there but it'll get better trust me i was just gonna say i love that he's your little bro but it's like such big bro energy (laughs) like it's so comforting because i'm like oh because like i've always like thought it was kind of funny how like 
in with our similarities friend Mm -hmm. is i'm really close to my younger brother also Mm -hmm. like my younger brother lives with me because we're like i would no offense but like i would never let any other brother live with (laughs) me he's the only one that's allowed to live because like we are that close and like that's just you know and it's funny because we weren't close as kids but as we got like to teenagers we started to be more close Mm -hmm. and same thing with him he was like Oh, yeah, like, d- like when I came out to him, he was like, yeah, duh. Like, <laughs> he was like, I kind of knew, like, the whole time, Kel. So I'm like, oh, okay, like, <laughs> thanks for thanks for saying something to me. But, like, he's also got big bro energy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah. it's just, like, uh, it's just nice to see that, like, I thought, uh, you know, I don't, it's hard to see other relationships like that. Like, a lot of people are not close like that. Like, my brother and I have matching tattoos because, like, that's the only one I would care to like have a tattoo mm-hmm. with because yeah. you should get one <laughs> you should get one yes do it, it. has to be cute though well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine's ours is words so like yeah. ours is like a saying that like we saw in a movie it was like some gamer movie and we're like want to get that yeah yeah okay we're gonna get that and we just did it <laughs> you should get your pronouns and i'll get my pronouns <laughs> there you go <laughs> Uh, you should get a little Leo and Aries symbol oh, together. Because yeah. at least you'll always be that. That's what, too, yeah, is that, true. like, for, because, you know, people are like, don't get tattoos of names and blah, blah. So we didn't get our names. We oh, got yeah. the same words. Yeah. Are we here, like, a flame? Fire oh, flame. yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. That would be cute. That's adorable. I would be down. Do it. <laughs> that you have to. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. on recording. <laughs> yeah, it's, on, it's on file now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I actually have been been wanting a new tattoo. Like I don't know like what, what exactly, but because the last one I got was in July of last year. At that time, I was kind of going through it like work wise because I was making a lot of money and like I didn't have the money for it because I didn't want to like just drop it because like I was like trying to like conserve my money and mm-hmm. and it was really cool because my tattoo artist he did my first one and I was like I kept changing like the day and I, I was telling him my situation and it was really cool about it. He's just like, no, dude, like I totally understand. And then when I finally got it, like, it was, like, long overdue, <laughs> but damn, it was a bitch to get. Like, <laughs> it, it literally, like, hurt. No, like, for my first one, I didn't make any faces. And you were No, there. I was there. Where's your first one at? Uh, it's arm. on my forearm. Oh, your forearm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was there. I was like, I know you're going to cry. Because my brother, growing up, mm-hmm. like, he's such a baby. <laughs> like, he would get, like, a little paper cut, and he'd be like, oh, oh, it hurts so bad. <laughs> like, or, like, if he had, like, a little tiny bit of blood, like, he was so overdramatic. So, when he told me he wanted a tattoo, I'm like, mm, are you sure? So, I wanted to be there. I'm like, I want to be there so I can record you, and you're, be, like, crying like a little baby. No, he didn't. I've seen men cry in the same places where I got tattoos. Like, right after I did, I'm like, why are you crying? <laughs> like, no. I was, like, literally scrolling on my phone right now. What no, are you crying And about? I think, I think this is, like, a proven fact, too. Like, women have a higher pain tolerance mm-hmm. than men. And I think, uh, honestly, I, I also wanted her there, too, because, like, I, I feel like I needed, like, that support, too. Yeah. Because, like, I don't want to go in by myself. And, like, she came, too. She was, like, in the parking Bay. lot. Sorry, sorry. That's what's up. Thank you. Thank you for that. Sorry, Sorry, Jen. Um, I don't want to hear an apology. Just fix it. (laughs) Um, They were in the parking lot and... Um, I was telling my tattoo artist like, "Oh, my si- my sister is in the in the parking lot. They um they wanted to come in, but it said they couldn't." And then he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, tell them tell them they could come." And then, like I I texted her or I texted them, and they were like, "Oh yeah, like they came in and they saw me." And then they were so they were so surprised <laughs> how it was. Yeah, you were so calm. Uh-huh. You were, and we had like some pretty devastating news right before your tattoo started, so it was like a pretty eventful day. Wow. Yeah. Um, but. But yeah, we did it, and I was very happy to share that memory with you. Um, and yeah, now you need matching ones. Now we need matching. I'm sure ones. of it. Yeah. I remember, like, <laughs> after, like throughout the whole process, like the pain was like six out of ten. Like it was, and it was funny too because I asked them, I was like, "Hey, what what is a tattoo? Like, what does the like needle feel like?" Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Oh, just imagine someone stabbing you with like a tiny knife." I was like, "Well, I never had that happen to me, Jen. So like, that's not gonna help." That really does not help at all. 
<laughs> I was like, I've never been stabbed with a tiny knife. So like, yeah, thanks. My favorite thing to say when somebody asks that is like, it hurts, but it didn't stop me from getting more. Mm-hmm. It didn't hurt bad enough to make me never want to do it again. So, yeah. I mean, does it hurt? I guess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, um, my, friend, my friend John, he said it perfectly. He's like, it just feels like a burning sensation. Yeah. And I was like, and that's honestly like a spot on like yeah. accurate. And when it's over, it's done. It doesn't really hurt that much after or later. It's no, just, it, uh, it just gets irritating. Mm-hmm. It's more irritating after it's done it's more irritating than it is than it is painful yeah no and um i remember like when i got it and when i took off like the the wrap the first time like mm-hmm. it felt like peeling off like a band-aid because mm-hmm. like the like it's still like pretty fresh and then i would just like i would clean it every day and like luckily it never um what's the word it never um pe- it never peeled oh yeah because i would always like moisturize like oh. any, any chance i could like for that one like i always did so that's why i, I was like a little shocked i was like isn't it supposed to like peel but because i always moisturized mm-hmm. it so i wonder if it's because there's no black ink on no, it no because oh. the because the one on my calf mm-hmm. like it this one heals faster than this one mm-hmm. and but this one hurts so much <laughs> in the back of your yeah. calf i bet <laughs> it was no literally like as soon as it started i was like making faces throughout the whole thing <laughs> damn i should have been there for that <laughs> one <laughs> no like and it's funny because during like my tattoo artist was like oh um how you how's the pain i was like try not to think about it and he's like all right i won't say anything and i was just, like no it's like it's fine it's just like literally like this one like it hurts so much. like it didn't hurt like that bad but it was mm-hmm. just like i was poking like ow like ow, ow. <laughs> i just imagine ow ow it's like <laughs> yeah but it was it was a cool tattoo to get. I I it was like a one that like that was I was waiting for for a long time. But I was happy I got it because it was like during the transition where like I st- I started like at my new job and it was like I I really liked it. So. Yeah, I feel like that's the special thing about tattoos is like for me I don't really have meanings for my tattoos like not all of them. Mm-hmm. For me they just kind of represent a certain point in my life. Um my biggest tattoo I got at a very like transformative time in my life. Uh and that's why I like love it because not it doesn't really have a meaning. It's more for aesthetic, but I got it during a time where I was like fuck <laughs> everything like and it's like my biggest one. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I feel like your tattoo. I don't know. I feel like you, you might. No, no, no. Oh. I feel like like both you and I mainly got them like around our twenties. Because around our twenties, like I don't know. Yeah. I feel like when you're in your twenties, that's kind of like a lot the of time. things mean a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> and that's like what I find that a lot of people get tattoos is during their twenties. Because I have not. Well, I, I, yeah, I've only had one done since uh, I turned thirty. I think also I got older and I was like, "Ooh, I need to spend my money on bills." Yeah, <laughs> same. No, for, for me, mine just mean that I like TV shows and anime. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's literally yeah. The first one was TV show. The yeah, other one's also, anime. Supernatural. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> mine are mostly meaningful, but I also think because I'm thinking of some that don't. It doesn't mean the same thing to me now as when I got it. But I'm like, oh, okay, then that one more like represents like a time in my life. Like some are meaningful. Like the one me and my brother have a matching one. That's meaningful. That's that's what it it says. I will always be with you. That's what it says. So like mm-hmm. it's like we're like that's our bond. Yeah. And I have one for um, the first one I ever got was um, when my my older brother passed away when I was like thirteen. So when I turned eighteen, that was the first one I got. And that's like behind my ear. Like you can't really see it. And then I'm trying to think of other ones. Um, I have a unicorn because my grandma collected unicorns, so I have a unicorn. But you're every- blasted, friend. I have a lot. Yeah, I always forget <laughs> that you're literally like you have so many tattoos because like nobody's wearing a sweater. <laughs> I really am, especially in the winter. In the yeah. summer, I, it's a little bit less. But like, yeah, literally, I you if I I wanted to make sure I got them. So if I'm wearing clothes, you can't really tell. It's mm-hmm. just it's up to me if I if I want you no, to see them. Basically, yeah. it's funny you say that because um, at the school I work at, because mm-hmm. usually like. I, it's usually pretty cold now and I always wear like a hoodie throughout like my whole shift mm-hmm. and I remember one time I took off like my hoodie and I was wearing like my polo and like you could see it and then one of the one of the students was like Mr. Anthony you have a tattoo <laughs> and I was just like yeah you like you never seen it and like no and I was just like oh I was just like well I was like then I, I thought about it I was like I do only wear hoodies like most mm-hmm. of the time so I was like but yeah like my this one's pretty like and then pretty noticeable because yeah. it's on my forearm but and then I only this one you can only notice if I wear shorts. Yeah, yeah. I always I always think that's funny that I they 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 didn't notice, but I do want to get more of them. The flame one sounds cool to get. Mm-hmm. I don't know where do I, it, I don't, do it, do it. I would 
I would just do an outline of a flame. I know you would make it more intricate, but do yours more like anime flame, and yours will be like very Aries flame, very like one line. Do flame. it, do it. Because <laughs> we both have like ve- my brother and I have very different aesthetics, but yes, but uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, do you think you'll be one of those teachers, uh, like when you become a teacher that is like blasted with tattoos? See, like, I don't know, like, if I would get, like, a full-on, like, sleeve yet or not, Mm -hmm. just because, like, I don't know, but, I mean, if it happens, it happens, it's just, for me, like, it's, like, going back to the analytical thing, like, Mm -hmm. I kind of have to picture myself how I would look like before Mm -hmm. I get it, because then I'll be, like, if I'm, like, pleased with it, I'll be, like, okay, but if I'm not, then, like, so be it, but, um. Is that your ultimate goal, to be a teacher? Yeah. Yeah? I, uh. To teach what? Elementary. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Good with kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, Which is so surprising because he's like the most impatient person. But when it comes to kids, it's like a whole other oh. story. <laughs> but here's the thing you have to understand, though. <laughs> when you work so much, so long in retail mm-hmm. and like you see how people are, you just get annoyed by them so much. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I, I've been I've been working retail for about five or six years now. Mm-hmm. And just how people act. And it's just so the, the worst. Oh, yeah. Especially like. How like they react to certain things, and mm-hmm. this is like really like your kids acting more be- more well behaved than you are. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's just people are people. Honestly, people can be stupid sometimes. Yeah, like especially <laughs> like customers. Like I I cannot stress this enough. Like if you don't if you've never worked retail or like fast food or anything like that, and you're complaining to those people, like you have nothing to complain about. I was like, if you don't if you never if you've never been in that line, mm-hmm. then like you shouldn't I think it should be mandatory everybody works time in the service yeah. industry to like No and, and a like, lot of stop that behavior. Mm-hmm. And a lot of credit to like fast food people too because yeah. I feel like they deal with like worse situations mm-hmm. and like not to discredit retail because like I've I've worked there too, but like I've had my fair share of like people like I remember this was literally New Year's Day. We had like this return. So this lady was trying to return like this um, this thing her boyfriend bought her. And then I was like, oh, do you have the, the credit card? that?" And she's like, oh, no, I don't have it. And I was just like, uh, people don't get. <laughs> yeah. If y'all could see his face right now. I know. <laughs> people don't get you can't just give them money back. No, and, <laughs> like, and it's just like you need original form of payment. Yeah. It's like I can't stress that enough when it comes to <laughs> And then it just turned into this whole thing and like. It was funny, like, she was, like, getting really mad, and then, like, my, my my friend Jasmine was just like, wow, like, I'm surprised you didn't, like, go off on her or anything like that. I was like, look, it's the new year, literally the first day of the new <laughs> year. I'm not trying to start it bad. I was just like, I'm I'm chill. Like, if she wants to, like, be all like that, that's on her. But for me, it's like... after Yeah, after being in retail, too, you have to, like, not care about that. You're going to, like you're gonna be so stressed out all the time if you care about every little interaction like that so after a while you just have to be like okay you get numb it's whatever mm-hmm. it's like cool and like the probability of you seeing that person again is like less than exactly like, mm-hmm. like yeah you're, you're never gonna encounter mm-hmm. that person ever again so mm-hmm. it's just like there's no point but why do you enjoy working with children so it kind of started i want to say dang it's already it's already gonna be two years ago i um I got a job as a behavior therapist for autistic children. Mm-hmm. This was back in February of 2021. And I, cause at that point I needed like a big boy job. I was already working. I, I was in retail for so long. I was like, you I, had your degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I needed, I needed to like branch out. Like I, I needed to put that behind me. Mm-hmm. So I, I was able to get a job as a behavior therapist. And um, I told them I still wanted to work at Lego because I was going to hit my five year mark in june and it's cool because for your five years you get like this really cool pin this little statue wait from lego legoland no oh it was lego store oh i was like wait what mm-hmm. what yeah I so love like LEGO. yeah so like if you hit like your five-year mark like you get those two things and, like, cool i want i really i really wanted them <laughs> but then my my manager was like oh like i'm sorry like we can't work with like your schedule because you just want to work weekends and then i was like okay i was like if you can't do that, then I'm just going to put in my two weeks. Which is so odd for retail. What I they, know. Like, nobody ever wants to work weekends. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So I put in my two weeks and, like, it was, like, a, I remember just thinking, like, wow, like, I can't believe, like, I'm leaving. I remember, like, my last date. My, you were I, so sad. Wow. 
I, I was because it was like a big part of yeah it was like my first job so like i was like leaving that behind and i remember like that whole like it was on a saturday my last day was on a saturday it was an opening shift and then i just remember like saying bye to everyone like and it wasn't really like a goodbye because like anytime like i a chance i get i uh i usually go visit them and like i usually say the hi to everyone and then luckily my other job box and just they were cool with me just working weekends like and that's when the, the whole thing of me working like seven days a week started. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I, st- I started as a BT. Um, at first, it was a little hard transitioning because I wasn't really getting a lot of hours. Some of the cases, like it's it's pretty like you have to be like for that job, you have to be like really patient mm-hmm. when it comes to to them because like any little thing like can get them like agitated or like you know their behaviors can just be it could be either go really good or really bad i remember one case like it started off good at first but then like his behaviors just started to be like more aggressive like he would spit at me Mm. he would throw water at me just to like hit me and you get stabbed at one point not stabbed oh i thought you did (laughs) No, he tried stabbing me with a pencil. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. So, like, all, all, and then he would get, like, at his dad's house, he would get, like, the hose and, like, spray me with oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad at first, but then, like, we started, like, I started, like, combating, like, how to work. And, like, I was really patient and, like, I would That's tell a lot fr- of patience. I would tell, like, my friends and, like, my, my mom was even just, like, do you still like doing this? And I was just, like, yeah, like, I don't mind it. Like, like, yeah, it sucks in the moment, but, like, I wasn't, like angry about it i mm-hmm. was like because at the end of the day like they can't control that mm-hmm. like you know it's it's on the, it's on the, and that that's where like my uh, impression of like the spectrum like started growing more like i had a more better under- understanding mm-hmm. about it and and then i remember this was like on october that same year he like scratched me and i started bleeding it was wow. like a pretty bad scratch it was like right here and like i would like put like scarring cream on it and like neosporin every day I remember this was, I want to say September. Um, I got a school case. It was, and he was, it was, he was a cool kid. He was, uh, he was in sixth grade and, um, I, I would just make sure he, like, he does all his work and all, and, and like he was on task. Um, and that's when I kind of started realizing, like, I wanted to work with kids and like want to become a teacher because when I first graduated, I wanted to go into law enforcement, hmm. not like be a police officer, but like, oh, I wanted to go into like friend, forensics and like detective work and all that um, because I got really into that my junior year of high school. Of course, you did Gemini Moon. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you're a sociology major. Yeah. So. Yes, I'm a social major, by the way, everyone. So, <laughs> um, And then the whole thing with like the George Floyd thing happened and then, but like the whole process like the whole thing that happened summer 2020 and like i kind of just wanted to steer clear from that because like i didn't want people to get like the wrong impressions of me mm-hmm. and not be, and like i know some people can like make a difference but like if it's majority of them that's still like if nothing changes no it's the system yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that they work it's like, under it's like you know it you kind of in a sense like when you get into law enforcement in my opinion it's like there's some sort of brainwash that happens um, because you have to live or work under a system that has not been updated since the beginning of the system. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> even my brother-in-law was like, hey, like, I honestly don't recommend you going into the sign of work. Like, the only reason I'm doing this is to support, like, your sister and, like, the kids. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, okay. So, like, that's when I kind of was like, all right, now I need to, like, see what else I want to do. And then that's when I got into, like, being a BT. And, like, it was cool. And then when I were, had that school case, I really wanted to become a teacher. And that's when I kind of my my love for, like, working with kids started. I actually started back in Lego whenever, like, we would get kids. Like, we would always have to interact with them. So that's where it kind of started. February of last year. Was it last year? Yeah. Um, we came back from Mexico. And, like, this whole thing happened with one of my clients. And, like, they didn't I didn't like how they handled the situation with me personally. And... That's when I was like, you know what, like, I'm going to put in my two weeks. Like, I'm just done. Like, and it was going to be like a year. I did that for a year. And then I asked my, I asked the office manager at the school um, if they were hiring for like any positions. And she, we became really good friends. Like, mm-hmm. I would always go in and I always talk to her. And she was like, oh, we actually have like an opening for like a librarian. Like, and I was like, oh, I'd be interested in that. Cause like, uh, I, I always wanted to work, I wanted to work at a school at that point. So I applied for it back in april and then 
I waited months. It's and it's a process to like get a school job. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think a lot of people realize that because I didn't get my interview till July. Wow. Yeah, but luckily once I got it and I was there, they hired me like on the spot like that, and I was and I was really excited to start. I was going to start in August, and then I worked at the educational services uh, office for the first month. And I was trying to get into the school, but like the school had to request me because I was, I was, I'm technically a sub for the district still, but they had to request me. And then once I was done with like working at, at, at the ed services and like, there was like a big PD day where like all the entire staff, like they, they needed help for that. Cause they're the ones that set up everything. And I really, um, I didn't realize how much goes into like setting up for a district, like mm-hmm. working there. And they're like, kind of like the behind the scenes of how everything gets set up. So like, I, I have a lot of respect for like people who work in, the, in those departments now mm-hmm. and i was cool because i met a lot of teacher specialists they're the ones that train like new teachers that are coming into the district mm. so it's like and it's really cool because like when you meet people like for things that, for things like that like it's it's all coming to line for something like you meet mm-hmm. them for a certain for like a certain reason and i'm really glad i met those people they're like, like almost like family now so it's really cool and then i got transferred over to the elementary school that i am right now in september and it was it was um not not a hard transition because basically they kind of showed me how to like manage everything and whatnot. I remember when I first started, like I was trying to like remember everyone's all the students' names and like get my schedules down for all of them. And now, like honestly, like I love it. Like I they they say that they really appreciate me because like they haven't had a librarian in so long. So and I really love working there. Like. I know at least like ninety percent of all the kids' names at my school. Nice, you're gonna be one of those teachers that has handshakes with every different student. Yeah. I actually have one <laughs> with one, <laughs> with one uh, student. She's um she's a fourth grader, and it's funny because like anytime I see her, we always like do a little handshake. <laughs> so it's really it's really uh, it's cool. I think it's also it. It make because we had talked about like what you wanted to do. There would be so many times where I would ask you like, "What do you want to do?" and you didn't know. So it's really, it's really nice to finally see you like be passionate about something and like you being good at it. And I think it makes sense to me now, like seeing you in this realm because I feel like you've always just been like this. Even though you're six foot two, <laughs> um, you're literally like a big kid. Like you've always been that way. No, and it's funny too because um, it's funny you say that. Sometimes, like when it's like when it's like recess for both lunch and like regular, the kids will come to my dorm and be like, "Can you play kickball with us?" Mm. And like I'll literally go outside and like I'll play kickball for a little bit. <laughs> um, if I'm if I'm not doing anything or I don't have a class, like I'll go for a little bit and then like. Because I'm also, like, monitoring because, like, our yeah. schools, like, sometimes they'll be, like, short staff when it comes to, like, campus supervisors and all that. So, like, I'll, like, be out and, like, helping out during recess. And, but, yeah, I'll, I'll play with them, too. So, it's, it's that's fun. That's cool. That's good. I think that's the, that's the, those are the teachers you remember as a kid is the ones who, like, get on your level, like, who play with you or, like, um, spend the extra time where it's not just lessons. Like, it's, that's so important. It's oh, yeah. important, too. And, okay. and um... I always like because anytime like they come in for like a, their a loaner Chromebook or anything like that, I always ask them like, "Hey, like, how are you doing? Like, what'd you do this weekend?" So, mm-hmm. Like, I like conversating with them. I think it's so important to have people people in the education system that like like their job, <laughs> that care, <laughs> that care, and like like their job because I mean the education system. I mean that that in itself still needs a lot of work too because Definitely. because there's so many. I like it's also like a system that has not really been updated in so many and so so long mm-hmm. um but yeah like the teachers you do remember are the ones that like you can tell that they like their jobs mm-hmm. and, and i it makes me happy that you are going to be one of those people no yeah, yeah. and um it's funny you say that because it's crazy how like there's such like a shortage on teachers now mm-hmm. and then like you still have to go like through a bunch of hoops to like become one but it's just like you guys mm-hmm. are like in need of them and I feel like teachers, a lot of teachers, especially like in certain districts, especially at mine, they're like really underpaid. And it's like, it's sad to see because it's like, they're the ones that are like, are growing like the next generation. Yeah, exactly. I, it's insane I, how much we don't pay people who are supposed to mold minds. No, yeah. of- I feel like a lot of money should go to those districts. And yeah. Because yeah. like teachers are really like, 
underpaid by a mm-hmm. lot and it's sad, and it's sad to see mm-hmm. because like they're the ones that are like literally mold, like how you said molding the next yeah. generation and i think they also spend a lot of their own personal mm-hmm. finance they don't get oh, paid yeah. a lot and they spend their personal money to make sure kids have things in, 100%, in class 100 percent. i always see like how much like they spend the, like some districts don't have money for it like they tell us like the budget but i'm glad like it's improving like they're they finally ha- they're having like a field trip to zoom I think it's next month or the month after. And they haven't had field trips in like a while. I think, oh, yeah. I think pre-pandemic. So Wow. Yeah, my school is like a little elementary school. And it's, really, it's a really nice school. It's very cool. Well, I'm very happy and excited for you. <clears throat> yeah, I do think it's, it's definitely, it doesn't make sense that people have to, or teachers have to literally, like you have to go back to school. Like you have your degree already, but you have to go back to school in order to become a teacher. It's like six years of education and be, they're still not getting paid mm. properly is kind of crazy mm-hmm. but that in itself like i know that i know you and you wouldn't do something if it wouldn't make you happy so i'm really happy that you found something that makes you happy thank you and and, and going back to that i think it's funny because we were i was just talking to like college um to my coworkers yesterday about it and um i was just telling them like i i feel like it's such like a waste for colleges to have like make you take like general ed ed classes Mm -hmm. it's like why are and then why are you why are we taking these if like they're not towards like our like degree Mm -hmm. it's only like the last two years which kind of sucks because it's like you wasted two yeah two years in a way yeah and it's and most of it's like stuff that you did in high school Mm -hmm. and it's like i already know most of this but it's just like again so Mm -hmm. i agree it's a money grab it is a money grab (laughs) honestly it just sucks to say that like you need money to have a higher education in this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sucks, but that's how it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, on that note, I do want to say my brother is single. So um, <laughs> if anybody uh, wants, is curious about, about you know, you know, hitting up my brother, his DMs are open. He's 25. His face they're, they're, right now. They're, they're actually not. I have my Instagram on, on private. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> he, said, he said nope. Yeah. Well, if anybody is curious and is, um, you know, straight and you're into six foot two um, gamers, Leos, gamers <laughs> nerds. Um, yeah, my brother's single. So uh, hit him up. Yeah. His uh, Instagram will be in the bio. <laughs> the description no, I mean, oh wait, let's talk about your dating life you want to talk about that i mean i guess <laughs> let's talk about it so oh, like wh- i love the big eye roll <laughs> if you want okay um you're like uh <laughs> i was like i'm being put on the spot so now I have you're to. turning red <laughs> yes i'm being put on the spot so i have to at this point um <laughs> Or what do you look for in someone? There, I'll make it easy for you. No, I'm, I mean, I could talk about it. So, basically, um, so in high school, I only had one girlfriend, but I don't really count that because it only lasted like a month. And it was freshman year. So, it's like, eh. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just re- I remember, like, when she broke up with me, it was like right before lunch. <laughs> and I was so sad I didn't eat that day. No. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, I think that's when that, when it's, when I first start, whenever I get upset, I can't eat. I think that's when, like, the first sign where like, <laughs> um, I've never really had, like, an official uh, relationship. You've had situationships. <laughs> to the max. To the max. Like, honestly. Too many. It's, uh, <laughs> never panned out my way unfortunately but yeah situationships are something i unfortunately have gone through too many times um the first one uh, it was really bad i um i remember it was when i first started working at lego and um she worked there too and it was just a culmination it was like a really toxic uh relationship like we were good friends but then like things like we would just bicker and argue about all the things but then she got in a relationship and then oh like it was she was still stringing you along even when she was in that relationship i did not like her (laughs) she i call her voldemort (laughs) no one likes her yeah oh and she was a scorpio i call my brother's ex voldemort too (laughs) it was just it was honestly like it was a few years wasted, unfortunately, but at the same time, it molded me into, like, the person I am today. So, mm-hmm. like, it kind of helped. And and just looking back at it, it was just, it's kind of eye-opening because I remember, like, people would always be like, dude, like, just get over it. And, like, I remember, like, I was just so, like, 
like so dumb and didn't really like listen to a lot of people unfortunately you didn't listen to me <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> i'm very honest with you we're both very honest with each other no, i know i know trust me i know <laughs> um and um then like you know something happened like um pre like the year before like covid hit like and like i thought things were gonna go good but then she got back with her ex and like was disappointed and but that's when like i kind of like started like realizing like you know like i don't i don't need this i i really don't and i that's when i kind of started like becoming more like okay like i don't i don't uh like i don't need you anymore Mm -hmm. and we would still talk here and there but it was more like like i didn't feel anything like uh like we're still friends but like i'm not gonna treat you the same way like i've been treating you like so like i'm not gonna put you first anymore Mm -hmm. and i remember i just remember i had so much resentment for this person and it was really bad because like i didn't come terms with it till like like later on but like i just that resentment built up so much in me and i remember like i was just i was really hurt and i just remember telling myself like i'm never gonna get hurt like this again and that's when I kind of just started dating. That's when I started first dating. And I would always tell, like, girls, I was like, hey, like, I'm not looking for anything serious. Like, mm-hmm. And I would always be honest what I was looking for. Yes, I, 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 I'm going to cut you off right there. That's <laughs> one thing I will say. Like, you have been in situationships, but you've always been, you are a very honest person. So, like, a lot of people will think, like, oh, like, you know, he's been in a lot of situationships. But you've always been, like very open about and then you're very good with boundaries too with like you know stating like whatever you're comfortable with if you just want to hang out if you just want to chat like i will say because we were raised by the same parents so i know what your morals are yeah and um i just remember i had a lot of resentment and then i remember we we like met up one time at at the mall and i basically just told her how i felt and like I, I, all this resentment that I built up, I felt good about letting it off my chest because it was like a long overdue conversation. But then like I didn't even like realize it until then. And then after that, like we kind of just said like, you know what? I think this isn't this friendship isn't good for either of us. And we we're just like, OK, I think we should just stop being friends for like right now. And I was just like, yeah, honestly, like I agree. And like, and it's funny because like the old me would have been like, no, like stop. Like I, I wanted, I, I still want you in my life. But like at that point I was like, okay, like I don't care. Like I'm not going to be sad that, that we're not talking anymore. And like, and it's, I think for a lot of people going through like breakup, not breakup, well, I guess breakups too. Like you can break up as a friend too. Um, It's hard for people to let go mm-hmm. because like they don't know how like to adjust outside of it. But I think for me, I was like, okay, like, I really don't need you in my life anymore. Like, I, I'm done with that. I'm, I put that to rest. I've grown a lot since then. I could honestly say, like, I got better after that situation. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so that was one. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, okay, okay, being put on the spot. Um, I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> no, I mean, I can. I started liking this. <laughs> and it's funny, too. Like, I'm... I'm telling you guys this right now. <laughs> Don't ever like anyone from work because majority of the time it doesn't it doesn't work out. Like literally, <laughs> like don't don't shit where you eat. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. The Gemini Moon thing keeps happening because I just said that in my head and I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, and it came out of your mouth. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> I, I was the I I knew what you were thinking. Yeah, <laughs> um, I started like I was crushing on her a little bit, but like she wasn't sure about it. I was a little sad about it too, but then. Um, at that point I was like, okay, like whatever. Like I wasn't making like a big deal out of it. Then I had this other friend, they were kind of going through a breakup and I was there for them. That's when we kind of started like kinging out more and like talking. And then it wasn't until like the following year where like I kind of started like having more feelings for this person. I told her and she felt the same way too, but she just wanted to work on herself. And I told her like, that's totally fine. The situation happened where like they're their ex hit them up and like she wasn't sure like she wanted to get back with them or not and it was and it sucked because like i i got like flashbacks from my last situation <laughs> this is this really gonna happen again <laughs> and it sucked because it was the week of my sister's birthday i was just being mopey and like i hated that i i was like that during like her birthday because mm-hmm. i didn't, I didn't want to like ruin the, and like i remember like 
you you were going out that to like eat and you're like you want to come and i was like no i just don't feel like and i don't want to like ruin like the mood and that was also the week i went to um arizona with my two best friends and then adrian was going through it too like mm-hmm. me and him were, were really going through <laughs> it. we were really going through it at that time like really hard and then me and um me and this person we uh we, we're kind of just like let's just stay as friends and i was and i didn't know like how to like work with them at first and like i don't know how like how to like be around like but i would still like be okay you know i just was i was unsure like what to say you know you can still be cool with the person but you just don't know do i say hi do i not say hi like i was like just kind of like analyzing those factors into it and then something happened they got upset with me for a good while and that really like messed with me pretty hard because i hated working mm. weekends like i really was not enjoying working there and like it messed with me a lot like i I remember, like, after I was done with my, my job during the week, and then I, I would dread hate, like, working weekends. Like, mm. it was unfortunate. But they had every right to be upset with me. Like, and I, and I like, came to terms with that. Like, I, I can admit that. Like, I know a lot of people can't admit, but I was like, no, like, you have every right to be upset. It just sucks how it played out. And then I remember my, my cousin was helping me through it, too, a lot. And she would just, she, she even suggested, like, why don't you just request, like, a few weekends off? And that maybe that'll help. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right. So that kind of, that, that helped a little bit. And then, because anytime I came into work, I always felt like uh, anxious. Mm-hmm. Like I hate that feeling. Mm-hmm. Like it, it should never be like that anywhere you go, especially at work. Yeah. You should never feel anxious at work. This was like beginning of July. They were, they, they told me like, hey, like, I just want to let you know, like, we're okay. Like, like you don't have to like avoid me anymore. During that time too, I would give them like space. Like, I didn't want to make them feel comfortable. And I didn't really talk to them either because I don't want to be that person. And I just remember during that whole time, like, I, as soon as, like, I clocked in, I would not want to be there. It sucked. Like, that's how much I hated mm. That's how much I hated work. It's the worst. I was supposed to go to a Dodger game. And my friend Adrian invited me um, for my birthday. But I had to close that day. I um, I got a call from one of my, my friends, Jesse. She was just like, hey, like, are you going to get, your, like, your shifts covered or what's going to go on? And then she just asked me, like, do you still, like, want to work here? And I just remember, like, being, like, really emotional when she asked me that. Because it's, like, it's not that I don't want to work there just right now. Like, because I was really going through it at that time. Because I was dealing with that situation. Our dad was, just had open heart surgery. And, like, mm-hmm. that was pretty hard. Like, I've never had to deal with that. Especially my sister. Like, she, I think she took it tougher. But, like, it was still pretty tough for me. And then work for me, it was just, it was, like, a lot of factors. Like, I could honestly say... 2020 was a better year than 2021 for wow. me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a lot of people don't like 2020, but for me, like, it was a it was a good year. Like, yeah. Honestly, like, yes, we went through the pandemic and all that, but for the most part, like, that's the year I got my degree. And, like, you know, we, we had to stay at home. Like, okay, so be it. I know a lot of people are like, oh, why is everything closed and whatnot and all that, but... Like, I was just chilling at home because I'm, like, mm-hmm. I didn't find it at all. <laughs> you and I were, like, my, so at the time I was living at home and uh, my mom was still going to work and my brother, my older brother lives there and he was working from home. And me and my brother, like, I'm a makeup artist, so I wasn't working mm-hmm. and you were in retail at the time and you weren't working. So it was just, like, us at home. Hanging out? Just, <laughs> no, we wouldn't even hang out with each other. I, we we would even quarantine in our own house. Like, I, I would always just stay in my room. You would stay in your room. Literally, like, I would be done with my classes and then I would just start playing video games. And it's funny because at the beginning of it, my PlayStation account got, like, locked out. Oh. And... I was trying to contact Sony, but they couldn't, and um, so I made, like, a second account, and, <laughs> and I didn't have, like, all my games saved on there, so the game that me and my friends would always play was Friday the 13th. <laughs> it was a fun game to play, and then I remember, like, in May, that's when I got my account back, and I was pretty happy, um, but going back to that um, situation, um, we, like, we became friends again, and, like, I was really happy, and, like, I was trying to, like, build it up and not ruin it, so... Then we're like we just stayed as friends and like we're we're still friends now too like we're not we're not like on bad terms or anything like that and like and I'm still there for that person like if they ever need anything like I'll always be there for them but definitely been in too many situationships um <laughs> and honestly like I think after that one like I'm kind of just right now not really focused on dating mm-hmm. too much like if it happens it happens but like I think. Being in those situations has really opened my eyes, made me see like how I am as a person. And, all, and 
try to improve too. You could always improve as a person. I don't think anyone's perfect. Like there's always something you could improve on. There's always something that like you can work on yourself for. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. That's right. Definitely. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to wrap it up. But thank you so much for coming on and talking and being vulnerable. You're very vulnerable today. So thank <laughs> you so much. I guess we'll do socials. Sure. Please follow us on Instagram. It's One Thing Queer. And my personal Instagram is SpexRayX. And my personal Instagram is at Jenny Lynn Bouton. And I also have a tarot and Reiki page at Celestial Light Witch. We also have a po- uh, podcast, uh, TikTok. It's called words at one thing queer podcast (laughs) and then email yeah if you want to come on the show or have any questions or need advice or just want to say hi or i'm just kidding Uh, all the things (laughs) or all the things um please uh email us at one thing queer at gmail.com and do you want to share your instagram sure (laughs) or Uh, your twitter (laughs) um i can share both uh, So for Instagram, it's at Anthony Saldivar. Literally, like nothing. <laughs> it's literally my name. Right? That's nothing, nothing too too crazy. And then um, my Twitter is at a Saldivar fifteen. Um, you know, you just want to catch up or talk. Always Gemini Moon, quippy, sarcastic, <laughs> dry humor <laughs> on Twitter. But, I don't have Twitter anymore, but you always had some pretty funny little things you had to say yeah most most of my most of my uh tweets are mostly just retweets uh, i'll tweet like here and there but i think no it's funny the the last tweet i had was um was for the josh radner thing i don't know if you guys if you guys watch high mission mother uh josh radner had a show he plays ted mosby on the show he had a show in la last week and i went with my cousin it was really cool i got to meet him Oh, cool. And he signed my Funko Pop. It was really cool. Um, <laughs> honestly, like, it was funny. Like, I, I felt so starstruck seeing him because, like, because that show would play, like, a big part of, like, my life, like, mm-hmm. growing up, like, in, oh, especially good. in high school. Mm. Um, I definitely, like, loved that show growing up. I still love it to this day. Um, but it was just cool seeing him. And, like, and I didn't really want to talk to him about <laughs> about the show because I know, like, he didn't he doesn't really like that part of his life because I feel like a lot of act- actors don't, like, be known for just one thing Mm -hmm. and like i remember like he talked about that he was really like depressed during that time so like i didn't want to like talk too much about it but i just told him like hey like i'm a big fan of the show um your music was really great and like show how me get through a lot of tough times growing up and he's like oh i really appreciate that he's a really cool guy too he's really nice and then I was like nerdy now when like, he liked my tweet. So. <laughs> so that's awesome. That is really cool. <laughs> yeah, so it was really cool meeting him. Yeah. But thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, it was really fun coming on here. Thanks Yay. for coming. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Love you. Love you too. All right. I guess that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of One Thing Queer. Make sure you tune in for next week's episode. Yeah. Like, share. Yes. All that, all that good stuff. Yes. Follow. Yes. Follow. <laughs> Follow. <laughs> all right. I'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> next Bye. Week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Music by Jacody Lamone. Produced by Kelsey Wren and Jenny Baton. Edited by Jenny Baton. <laughs>